Okay, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Talking Truth with Camille. TTWC. <laughs> I'm never going to get tired of saying that. <laughs> so, um, we have a newer, a newer segment called Bible Study. I do have a segment called Ask the Pastor, but I'm not going to always have a pastor present. And I have a goal of reading the whole Bible on my own. Um, first things first, I have been a Christian all my life. Um, it's what I was raised as. It's what makes sense to me. I've experienced, you know, God. I have. I have. I've seen him work. I've seen his miracles, his wonders, his, I've seen him work. So there's. No one who can really truly break me down when it comes to my faith and what I believe in. And that's just all there is to it. I don't care about religion. I don't care about any of that other stuff. And I only call myself a Christian because I believe in Christ. That's literally it. I don't believe in all these denominations, all this other stuff. Like, that's just, forget it. You know, like, there's some that only believe in the New Testament. There's some that only believe in the Old Testament. And he gave us the full-on book for a reason. He didn't give us one half and not the other. So I'm going to go by both books. Now, in the New Testament versus the Old Testament, some of the stuff in the Old Testament has been debunked and it's literally been, you know, there's a new rule in the New Testament type thing. So it's like, okay, that's my understanding. And at the end of the day, I'm going to go on both sides and really read and have my own understanding and come to my own conclusion of my interpretation of what is right and what is wrong and what God expects of us. And I feel like it's pretty simple. <laughs> He's broken it down for us in the Bible in both the Old and New Testament, and you take it as you will. Um, I've learned a few things um, since reading. I actually had a client, I do hair, I actually had a client who really opened my eyes to um, a few things because we had such a long talk, and it was like, wow, okay, you're coming right at the time when I'm beginning to really read my Bible. Now, I've read Genesis a million times, a million times, okay? A million times trying to read the Bible in order and I'm like okay I gotta start over because I don't remember what I read I remember but I don't remember you know and I want everything to be fresh um, I made it halfway through not even halfway through Exodus and I haven't read the rest literally have not read the rest if it wasn't for church and us sitting there and turn your Bibles to Leviticus this or Deuteronomy this or Luke that and John that and Kings J this <laughs> listen if it wasn't for that I wouldn't have flipped through the rest of the Bible. You know what I mean? And you go and you read that chapter, that verse that the sermon is based on for that day. And you don't even read it after that. Um, but um, I did say the book that I was the most afraid of was Revelations. And I said, you know what? Suck it up. Suck it up. Stop being scared. God didn't give us a spirit of fear read revelations and get it over with so i read revelations and i was shook and i was like oof 
this is some scary stuff. This is a horror movie. <laughs> okay. That should be a horror movie if I've ever heard one. Okay. Revelations is a horror movie. Listen, I don't want to have to deal with any of the consequences <laughs> of being on the wrong side in Revelations. Okay. Just saying. So I'm working on me and I'm getting better and I'm like, okay, we're going to read the whole book. I have not read the whole Bible. I am 31 years old and I have not read the whole Bible. I just have not. And people will say, well, how do you believe in something if you haven't really fully embraced all that has come with it? And it's just hard. You know, we read for pleasure. We watch things for pleasure. We do a lot of things for pleasure. But if it's not something that we can understand fully or that we're not really truly interest, interested in, it's hard for us to focus on it. And I hate that for us. I hate that for me. So I made a decision that I'm going to read the whole Bible. I tried to do it by the end of 2023. But obviously, it took November, October or November for me to finally finish Genesis and get into Exodus. And I'm just literally finishing Exodus today. This episode is about Genesis, but this is just an introduction on reading the Bible and how, what I've experienced. So the guy who came in and got his hair done, he was telling me, um, well, when you're reading the Bible, pray before you read for full understanding that God will help you to understand what it is that you're reading. Don't just read just to read. You know, you just open a book and you just start reading where you left off at. No, pray before you read. You can come to, you can ask God, hey, God. I don't always understand what the heck I'm reading. <laughs> help me to have full understanding of what it is that I'm reading. Help me to interpret it properly and help me to um, feel as feel accomplished when I'm done. Like I understood what I read and I'm going to apply it to my life. Don't just read it just to read it. There's lessons in it. There's something. You, you take something from every chapter. Literally, every verse. Take something from it. Don't just read just to read like you're reading a book of full of stories. Read to interpret. Read with understanding. And apply it again. Apply it to your life. Um, so, Genesis. But before I get into that, every day, um, when it comes to... This is my... I'm growing spiritually. I'm trying to get there. Um, I'm tired of being a lukewarm Christian and I want to be better. So there's a lot of work to be done. Uh, 31 years of bad habits is going to be very hard to turn around overnight. So God is working on me. I'm excited to read. I'm excited to learn. And I'm really proud of myself for putting my best foot forward and really doing the work. Um, I have a devotional. So every morning, devotionals, how devotionals work. Every morning when you wake up, you should pray. Read your devotional for the day. There's one for every single day. Very short, very simple, very easy. Um, and apply that devotional to your day. And not just your day, but going forward. Um, there's a good message in every devotional. Um, and I take, I highlight, I'm a big highlighter person. I'm I'm crazy with the highlighter. My highlighters are done in a very short period of time. <laughs> but um yeah, do your devotional and you read your Bible once or twice a day or more. I just read a lot in one day. I spent the whole day reading my Bible. 
which is why I got through Exodus so dang fast because I was just like, okay, I'm like determined and I just, I felt so at peace and so calm and so happy at the end of it. I was like, wow, this feels good. It really does. The whole day, no phone calls, no distractions, no nothing, just me, God, the Bible, and me trying to understand and make sense of it all. That I'm whatever it is that I was reading. But um, yeah, some days you should have like that. Um, we spend days doing things that don't matter. So why not give a full day to God? Um, and that is the Sabbath day, also, but it shouldn't only be the Sabbath day. If you're off today, you have nothing better to do. Read your Bible all day. Doesn't even have to be all day, but majority of your day should be spent reading the Bible or praying or giving back or just doing something that is pleasing to God, that gives glory to God. So again, I'm not perfect. I'm working on me. This is the beginning of my spiritual journey. And I hope that we I can look back at this first episode and be like, wow, I've come a long way. Whole nother person. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's a devotional. Now, this book is a two-parter, the Bible study. It is by Zach Wendall. This is part one, the Old Testament. And you take notes and they ask you questions. And I've I've written all up in it. I'm trying to get it here. Cooperate. I done wrote all up in it. Okay. Because we taking notes. Because we trying to understand. Period. <laughs> so but it's nice to have this workbook that can ask me questions to help me with um, my comprehension. And me trying to understand and make sense of what it is that I'm reading. Um, I have that. Um, there's also one for the New Testament. But once I start the New Testament, then I would get that book. But now... Um, I got this rose. I'm obsessed. Um, chronological guide to the Bible. Um, it has everything. It shows you maps. It shows you charts. It breaks things down. Amazing. Um, so I've been reading it along with my Bible, and I also want to get a map. Um, it's like there's like a map, and it's like um, another, just another book that's like this that is other stuff that I can't remember, but it's in my cart on Amazon. Now we get it. But um. I have like $100 worth of stuff to study for regarding the Bible. And it's in my car, and I'm going to get it. But mom on a budget. But I'm going to get there. And I also want to get, I have another Bible. The Bible that I'm reading from is King James Version, KJV. Um, and I prefer it because that's what I'm used to. When I, I bought this new book, um, NIV, New International Version, super pretty. Has all these nice little tabs so you can find the chapters, um, the books much easier. Um, and that's cute, but it sounded different than what I was reading from the King James Version. I didn't really like the wording. So I was like, you know what? We're going to stick to King James Version. But what I would like to do is read all the versions. Once I'm done with the King James Version, I would love to read all the other versions that are available. I'm not too sure if that's going to be the correct thing or if I'm just going to end up sticking with the King James Version altogether. But um, I know where I left off 
because I've literally highlighted, like I said, I'm a highlighter girl. Um, I know where I left off because it's not highlighted. <laughs> At least one sentence in each chapter gets highlighted. Um, one verse in each chapter gets highlighted. Um, yeah. So, but, um, yeah, I've been sticking to the King James Version, but also I have the Chronological Guide to the Bible. Um, has timelines and just a bunch of stuff where it really breaks things down more. And I love that. I really do. I really, really do. Um, I've also gotten a little crazy with the highlighter in there. <laughs> and I've also been taking notes. I, if I go to church, um, or Bible study, I bring a notebook specifically for Bible study and I take notes about whatever it is that we're doing that day or, um, what the preacher is saying. Um, so I've been making a habit of that because I, I used to see people taking notes all the time. I'm like, this is not school, but it is. We're here to learn. <laughs> so there's that. And then I've been, I have another notebook. Um, this one is specifically for while I'm reading the Bible, any notes that I think are very important, which all of it is important, but extra, extra, extra important stuff, like stuff that I've had questions about or stuff that I know I'm going to want to come back to and say, uh, what, what was that about again? Excuse me. <laughs> um, I didn't take as many in Genesis and I regret it because I'm, I feel like I'm going to have to redo Genesis, the notes on Genesis, because I went ham on Exodus. I have one page of notes back and front for Genesis and I have... a good six pages for Exodus. So I'm like, ooh, I wasn't very thorough with Genesis at all. Get it together. Get it together, Camille. Get it together. And I was writing notes in the Bible study book workbook also, but I was like, you know what? Let me try to separate it here. Write my notes on here so I'm not making it look all crazy on this notebook because I already have to write so much here. Write anything extra in here and good to go. Um, so I have my pen and my highlighter at all times, not playing. Then two big things. Um, as I'm learning and as I'm growing spiritually, um, I have goals and I have things that I want. Like, again, we're applying it to our life. So I pray and things that I want and I need, I put in this notebook. It's a little personal, so I don't want to talk about it on this one. But um, I put life goals on this one. And literally a list of what my goals are, um, period. I have different things, um, financially, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically goals, just life goals in this book. And as I write them down and as I go through, um, I plan on praying about it every day. And I'm just really excited because it's like once you write things down, you can really see, okay, what your vision is. You you got it in your head, yes, but writing it down, something about writing it down is different. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for this journey. I have a lot going on, a lot I'm trying to do all at once. And um, I wish I had a friend or someone that I could do this with. Um, I have not involved my mom. My mom is a pastor, for those who do not know. Um, and I just feel like she's just going to be a little bit too much, like, in my face with it. And that's just my opinion. That's just how I feel. 
So I'm just like, I just want to do this journey like on my own. No outside influences. Nobody's saying anything to me. No one, you know, if I have questions, I'll ask her. But I literally, I'm not including her in this. Um, until I do have asked the pastor, then I'll have some questions set aside where I do ask her and get her opinion or, or what she thinks and what is in the Bible. Like, she'll tell you word for word some of these chapters and um, verses. And I'm like, oof, girl, excuse us. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm going to get started. So with Genesis, the first book of the Bible, now, it's amazing because I've learned so much with this Bible study because Zach also breaks things down. And if you're wondering what all the noise is, um, you got to go to my YouTube page to watch so you can understand what's going on. And we could do this together. If you get the same workbook, I think that'll be really fun for us to do this together. So there are 39 books in the Old Testament, 25 authors, and it goes from creation to 400 BC. I'm a history buff and I enjoy this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, well. Well, so it's saying eight months. I don't know what that means. Is it eight months that all of this happens? Or if it's eight months, it's going to take for me to do the. That's not adding up. The Old Testament, because this is a one year study of the Bible and how it relates to you. Um, but I don't know if it's one year per testament or all of them together. And I want to say it's all of them together. It was reading the Bible in a year. Um, so, we're on the Torah. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Then the next few um, books are historical. And they, he gives you a list of what's historical, what's prophetic, and what's wisdom. Um, and wow. That's all I can say is wow. <laughs> I don't think those are in order, though. But, um, so here's some facts. Um, the Torah. The author of Genesis and the Torah, the first five books of the Bible as a whole, were written by Moses. We know that Genesis was written sometime between the Exodus out of Egypt in 1446 BC and the conquest into the Promised Land in 1406 BC. Now, BC is before Christ, just in case you don't know. One, well, first Kings. 6.1 gives us great insight into those dates by saying that the time was 480 years after the Exodus, which we know Solomon reigned in 970 BC, and it was the fourth year of his reign, making it 1446 BC. Um, the audience, Genesis was written to God's chosen people, the Israelites. They were in slavery for 400 years, so their entire history had been wiped out and they were force-fed Egyptian history instead. Reason. Moses teaches them their heritage and redirects their view of who God really is. Theme, creation, the flood, the patriarchs, and God's plan of redemption. Key verse, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. 
I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Isn't that something? You curse me, God gonna curse you back. You don't want you don't want no problems. You don't want that pressure. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> um at all. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be on the bad side of God. I'm just saying. Um sections. Creation, chapters one through two, the fall, chapters three through five, the flood, chapters six through ten, Abraham, chapters eleven through twenty. Isaac, chapters 21 through 26. Jacob, chapters 27 through 36. Joseph, chapter 37 through 50. And the key words in this book of Genesis is covenant, bless, sin, God said. And I just, I'm just like, I love how he breaks all this stuff down. And as you read on your own, things start to come into place because Although you are reading on your own and you're doing a Bible study on your own, unless you're doing it with a group of people, which is nice. I wish I was like you. <laughs> um, it's nice that he breaks it down because as you read, it starts to come together. So you're not on your own. It's you, Zach Wendell, and God. <laughs> so versus you reading it by yourself and you're like, huh, I don't get it. What's going on? To have that back background, this backup here in this workbook, I feel like it's great because it's like, wow, like everything is being put into perspective. Everything is making sense. Everything is coming together as you're reading it. So I love that. So I do really recommend this book. Um, I'm already in Exodus, but even after reading Exodus, I'm just like, I love that I'm doing this with this workbook. Sorry to whoever didn't have a workbook when they read the Bible. <laughs> um, Everybody works differently. Everybody learns differently. So if you don't need no workbook, that's great. I love that for you. But some of us need a workbook. <laughs> and I probably could read it without the workbook, yes. But I love having this added help to help me study because we are studying God's word and we do want to learn properly. And we do want to make sure we're interpreting properly. Because my interpretation. Of a sense of a verse could be different than the next person's interpretation. Who's right and who's wrong? We'll never know. That is why we're going to pray before we start reading, so that God gives us, helps us to understand. He gives us that understanding because He will when you ask Him. Ask and you will receive. Um. Okay. So, Genesis is a starting point for all of humanity. This book is required reading material for understanding the rest of the Bible. Introdu this is why I want to read it in order. You know what I mean? It introduces characters and topics that depict our entire history. Genesis is the first part to a five-part section of the Bible called the, now I might butcher some of these words. I'm a great reader. Reading is my strong suit. But some of these words in the Bible is a huh. <laughs> and I read it to the best of my ability. And then also, because a lot of this, these words and names are Hebrew, you might not say it properly. Pentateuch, Greek for five books, or Torah, uh, meaning instructions. The Torah is the basis for all of Judaism and is many times considered to be the law in the New Testament. The law was their go-to guide, their life manual. 
The book of Genesis starts off at the very beginning, before the stars, sea, and the human race. But in the beginning, God was present. He was there and his spirit was hovering over the waters. The Hebrew word for God that is used in verse 1 is Elohim, the plural version of Eloah, meaning that there is more than one present. So God is already made up of multiple parts in the first sentence. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit were there before anything ever happened. Then God began to speak things into existence, bringing order into chaos, speaking life. Now, the Torah is five books, and Genesis is the first book of the five. Um, now, what did God create and do each day? Because there's seven days. And day one through six, he was creating stuff. <laughs> and day seven, he rested. If God needs rest, we need rest. So people be like, oh, I rest when, I when I'm dead. Okay, good luck with that. And it might come even sooner if you're not getting any rest. <laughs> um, so day one, he created light. Day two, vault, sky, firmament, heaven. Um, day three, land, ground, grass. Day four, great light for day and lesser light for night and stars. Um, day five, living sea creatures, birds. Um, also day three, in the land, grass, um, and ground, herbs, water, seeds, vegetation, seed-bearing plants, and trees and with fruit. Um, I want to add that. Um, back to day five, living sea creatures and birds. Um, day six, living land creatures, livestock, and um, mankind and things like that. Um, day seven, he finished, rested, and he made it holy. That is the Sabbath day. Now, um, when it comes to the Sabbath day, there's that ongoing argument, Saturday or Sunday. I don't know. I'm still having to do that. I'm still going to do that research and figure that out because I feel like we don't really realize how deceived we are. Um, we are very deceived. Um, people who have come before us have rewritten things, have changed things in history, and we take that as bond, and it's not. And we have to do that research on our own to find out things on our own because if not, we're going to be doing things the wrong way. And we're going to be taking things the wrong way. It's our job to learn. It's our job to figure things out. It's our job to do research and figure it out on our own. Not just listen to the pastor. Because half of them pastors out there not even preaching the right thing themselves. They're preaching what they want to preach. They're too busy talking about people on the pulpit and not doing their job. Um, and it is what it is. And they'll have God to answer to. Just like we'll have God to answer to. Because they're human, just like we're human. Um, but we have to do that research on our own. When we go to church on Sundays and Wednesdays and Fridays, yeah, we have the scripture. Yeah, we read this chapter. Yeah, the pastor went over it. But it's our job to go home and do our own study. It's our job to take notes. It's our job to go home, do our own research. We have the tools. We need to use them. Um, now, I love he asks all these questions. What do you think God created all of this in the first place? Why do you think God created all of this in the first place? And you give your response. Um, Moses states that man was made in God's image. What do you think that means? What do you think that God rested on the? Why do you think that God rested on the seventh day? Because he was tired. What you think? <laughs> you know, like you did all this work and you're like, ooh, 
enough. I need a break. Maybe do a little bit more tomorrow. You know, we all feel that way. So if God made us in his image, it just makes sense that we are just like him in so many ways. And so we need to do as he does as best as we can because we're not perfect. He is. We're not. Um, but he breaks down a lot of things, Zach, in here, and he really opens up your eyes to a lot of things. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm going to take notes. I'm going to take notes. Now, I'm only going to read, um, again, it's your job to get this workbook yourself and do the work yourself. I'm just going to give you the highlights because we don't have the time to go through everything. Like, I had the time to go through everything on my own. Humans are more important than the earth and animals. Elohim is means God. Um, 